welcome back, folks, to another episode of Unwrapped, your favorite rap podcast, but probably not. But it should be. Uh, I'm joined always by my co-hosts, Maxwell, Joseph Cambria. Hi, everybody. I'm uh, a racer head over here. Uh, you can find me at Max underscore Cambria on anything uh, except for Snapchat, but we've already went over this. You don't have my Snapchat. Every episode. You're big I'm really trying to drive Snapchat. this point home. Yeah. You got to um, promote a little bit. Plug. As always, uh, and I'll tell you this at the end, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio. I don't know if anybody uses any of the other ones, honestly. But you can find us everywhere. Um, and with us today. Hello, I'm Kevin. Kevin Spears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should probably. I'm really bad at that. Yeah, your full uh, stage Kevin name Spears. is Kevin Spears. Well, it's my real name. It's it my name. Real. I don't have a stage name. I was actually going to ask you this. I didn't think we were going to approach it this quickly. You, have you ever thought about a stage name? Yeah, I've, I've molded over. I don't know. Can I, like, if I were to look in that in that sketchbook of, like, names, mm. what, just ballpark, what would come out? What would there be? I mean, I went with Ferris for a while. That's right. Yeah. Because was that was my nickname in college uh, for a long time. People knew me as Ferris, but I don't know. I just, like... I never found one that I really, like, connected with enough to do anything about it. I've always just kind of been Kevin Spears. So I think my name has a ring to it. It's not, like, that interesting, but, like, it kind of just flows off the tongue. I don't think your name's interesting. Not really. (laughs) It's pretty... (laughs) Wow. It's pretty... I don't know. It's Everyone in their fucking grandma... Well, I guess grandmas aren't named Kevin, but a lot of people (laughs) are named Kevin. Grandma Kevin. Grandma Kev Kev. Mm. Um, all right. A fair point. Fair enough. I know a lot of Kevins, so. Fair enough. But it, like, phonetically, it sounds okay. The name itself isn't that it interesting. Flows. But, yeah, it kind of rolls What's off the tongue. What's your middle name? So. Michael. Also pretty boring. KMS. Kevin Michael KM, Spears. KM Killing Myself, yes. That's my, those are my initials. <laughs> KMS. Yeah, that should have been your name. KMS. I just killing people, Myself? No, I don't know, let man. people interpret it. That might know? be on brand, but. Um, oh yeah, it's open for interpretation. Speaking of brand, we should all mention that we're all—all all three of us—are associated with Free Music Party. We are. Part uh, of it. You got me. Um, why don't we? Uh, you are the master chief. This of, is true of Free Music Party. You, you also known are, as the president. We just call it Master Chief. Yeah, yeah. You're leading the charge in this. Um, this obviously, re- actually, recently developed um, group. What? Um, Talk about it. Talk about, uh, just give a little brief intro to, to, to us, to the group. Well, um, we are at, uh, our primary purpose, I'd say, is just a music collective, I'd say. That's most of what we do. But we're just, I'm always, you know, I should, like, have a, a thing ready for this. I feel like we're going to get asked this a lot. Oh, we already do get yeah, asked this a lot, basically. And I, like, I I'm just like, you, you know, we're, like, just a little music one. group. And we do a I would lot say of stuff. We are a creative collective yeah, with that's a focus in the music and mu- mainly mainly music aspect of that, but also really I mean, starting to get everything. into visuals. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, a lot of stuff. We're a creative collective. We'll say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Soon to be an LLC. Yes, soon to be. Um, I suppose. Now, <laughs> now, okay. So you're the president of this of our group. Um, what? Uh, but you're also you also produce music. I do. You're actually like our in-house guy. I make some stuff. That's how I say. It. That's what I say. I make stuff. 
So let's let's talk about that. Let's talk. So you are yourself a creative. You're not just a figurehead. You're not I'm just not. some. I would say I'm much more of a creator than a like leader in this scenario. But and uh, you you've what have you been working on recently as far as anything in within free music or not? What is your like? Let's just say, what's your number one thing you're working on? I know you're always working. Yeah, I'm, that's that's kind of my problem, isn't it? I'm always working and not finishing a lot of things. But um, I'm working on an EP right now, like a funk EP, that I think is going to be very enjoyable. How'd you um, land on funk? It's just you were listening to that's, it? That is like most of what I listen to right now. I kind of go through fate. Like that's whatever I'm making, the music that I'm making is pretty much what I've been listening to. And I, I knew I knew you were a fan of funk because and I don't know fan. if you remember this, but like a few years ago, my mom went to um, obviously you wouldn't remember this part. Fanatic, mom, I would say. My mom went to uh, Colorado and she she went to some concert just because it was there just to get the experience of going to the Red Rock Amphitheater. Was it Krongbin and no no. No, I okay, don't think it was Kong. But I, she brought you. back a T-shirt for me, okay. and I wore it. And you were—you were the only one that I had worn it in Buffalo that had recognized the name. It was the Floozies. It's my Floozies. Oh, the Floozies. And that's what oh she my saw. god, yeah. So I knew that. Like I <laughs> knew back yeah. then, I was like, oh, I didn't know Kevin listened to like, yeah, funk man. stuff. Oh, that's my—that's my wheelhouse right there. I love funk. I mean, I listen to a lot of music, but funk is like—I love it. And. uh you listen to a lot of music. What what music? I mean, what are you listening to here? Like on, right on any now, given year span, you don't have to go oh through every single one, but like in big chunks, like your phases or what? Okay, I listen to a lot of jazz. A really? lot of jazz. Yeah, like people are like always make fun of like, oh, you listen to jazz? Well, well, like you just like to say you listen to jazz. like no, I really like people will be like, you are you listening to elevator music? <laughs> wow, like, well, brutal. It. I mean, I don't blame them, but it's like. It can be accurate at times, but I love jazz. Um, I look up to a lot of jazz artists, even though I know that I'll never be in that like ilk of musicians because they're just so like it's beyond me. Mm-hmm. But um, listen to a lot of jazz and a lot of funk, um, of course, a lot of hip hop, which the three, especially recent in recent years, have really kind of come together, which is really. Cool. I would say I would say that there's a lot more outward expression of mm-hmm. jazz influences in music music like not just rap but music yeah. as of like the last few years which is kind of crazy it is really it's making a comeback which is so cool to me um as far as uh weird jazz albums go there was one i wanted to mention to you the one that uh h no was it h john benjamin made and like aziz ansari was on it really yeah it was h john benjamin came out with a and so did um the dude from uh, Jurassic Park. What's his name? He also played the evil guy in Thor Ragnarok. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Also di- dipped his okay, hands I'll into check jazz. that out. But yeah, it, H. John Benjamin like, was funny dip your because... Hands into jazz. I don't think that's a thing, <laughs> I think man. he was just like... I don't know what he was like, doing. Like, that sounds like disrespectful as fuck to me. I'm gonna, but be, I'm gonna be honest, man. Hand you can't, man. You gotta, like, yeah, so, like how do give these your celebrities soul just decide then? You you know, I don't trust it. I listened to a couple songs from <laughs> the H, from H. John Benjamin's one, and it's kind of weird because it's like he admits on the album he does not know how to play piano or you jazz. You just, piano. like, dabble in jazz. He, yeah. I mean, he's that's not like, coming, he's not like, going oh, on yeah, tour. Like, I'm gonna be, like, I'm gonna, like, dabble in being, like, a head chef at, like, a 
really nice rest. You know what I mean? Like you got to put your time in. I don't like you can dabble in like hip hop. Like you can make a shitty rap song, but like <laughs> if you're making jazz, like just to make jazz, like fuck you. I'm so yeah. serious. My, my thought is maybe these he just had he was working with. Somebody who made the jazz. On this? Is that cool? yeah. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. yeah. I don't know why I asked that question. <laughs> we're not on the radio. It's fine. <laughs> we're, not, we're on literally a podcast. I'm not sure why I asked this that isn't question. a Catholic. I don't know. Hey, man, I was raised. You know, I texted my mom last night because um, we were going to go to like these drag races last night and it was raining. I meant to text my friend. He's like, yo, what's good with like the races or whatever? And I was like, yo, uh, it's raining. So like shit's a dub. But I sent it to my mom <laughs> by accident. Now I have to explain to her what shit's a dub means. Yeah, I was going to say, did she respond? She's going to look it up and be like, oh, dub, that means marijuana. Like, you know? <laughs> like they would make that. My parents would make that kind of connection like they have in the past. But Now, but- speaking of your parents also. Uh, oh, no. A lot of your shows, your parents come and support. Oh, they love they're it. Very supportive. They love it. They hate that I like cuss, and that I don't know. I think they're a little like scared of rap music, but scared. They su- I mean, not actually, but like it's not. You know, they can't relate to it. Yeah. But like, they support me. Like my dad thinks it's the cool. Like he came to my show at Nietzsche's. It's a pretty historic venue in Buffalo here. Yeah. Um. And he, like, came in and, like, slapped me up and, like, slapped all my homies up. He was like, hey, Kev, like, do your thing, man. He was loving it. Now, your dad, is he into some of the same music you are? Oh, yeah. I, like, he is a lot of the reason for my musical influences. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But what he's not a rap guy. No, not at all. No, he's old as shit. Yeah. My parents are, like, 60. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. It's given. I was going to ask, if you had to pinpoint your musical influences what what would they be i know you said jazz is pretty heavy um that yeah i mean i'd like to think it is <laughs> i probably th- like to think it is more than it is because jazz is like i said it's so like beyond me but um i try um i would say like influences uh i'll, I'll frame it more of like who i would relate to the most with the kind of music that i make and that would be like Tronada or like tori moi um, people in that kind of realm. A lot of the like LA beat scene or like uh, funk kind of contemporary. You know, I don't even know how to categorize it, but it's Thundercat, like all those people <laughs> that you would just associate with LA and that and that kind of scene, um, I would say. Now, mentioning those people, I find it actually pretty cool because especially like someone like Thundercat who plays a lot of instruments, you yourself dabble in some instruments, right? I do. I try my best. Yeah. Um, Self-taught? Yeah. Well, everything except for piano. But, like, I pretty much... I play everything by ear. So, like, I'm kind of a half... I call myself a half-assed musician because my theory is kind of shit. But I play... I took piano lessons for a few years when I was younger, as most people do. Yeah. Um, I picked up guitar and bass. I picked up guitar, like, at the end of high school, kind of, and, like, drums around the same time. And and I play bass as well, which is kind of like, you know similar skill set to guitar so i um yeah i play those four a lot hmm and you uh you so you teach yourself these live instruments i know and Kay knows from going to your your events that you incorporate them when you can yes absolutely is that a performance thing or is that a preference thing i would say it's a, a little bit of both but i just like i like i love doing it like I, if I could like play stadiums like as a drummer, like that would be so cool. 
Yeah, it's that's not that. really the direction I'm headed, but like I would totally do it. <laughs> just switch your luck. You're just gonna become a drummer. Well, we've talked about these things. You know, we could. We'll see. We could probably set we up could. a whole live. We, you guys can make a transfer is, to band if you wanted yeah, to. That's kind of. I like to call this boy band. What we're working like, what we want to work towards eventually. Like Steven's been learning the bass. Joe Callahan, Joe Cal, very talented producer, very talented musician, um, would likely be playing guitar. I've been working on drums a lot, and Eddie's actually pretty nice on the keys. And then we could mix in some stuff with Enrique, DJing live, you know, cutting, scratching, doing all right, that so stuff. Right, so this would be this would be fusion. Like you guys Literally. would still be doing in your in your genres. You mm-hmm. would still be doing your funk or hip hop or yep. or R and B. And then we could do the harder stuff. Still, like everything. Yeah, it would be great. This if is, you need it, yeah, you could do a lot. Yeah. Wow. So that's the plan as of now. And uh, these other Alex Live and Eddie and uh, Joe, when they need to learn an instrument, are they kind of just all doing it similarly, like just kind of earing it and just kind of yeah, figuring I think it out? We're all like, we all have good ears. That's why we're producers or musicians. Like I, when I took lessons, I did not like practice reading music or any of that shit. Like I literally just did everything by ear. Which is a different It's like a whole different Kind of realm in itself Yeah It's I a different lessons. skill set I guess You could say Yeah I took lessons um, As well for a few years Stopped And then just Picked <clears> it back up um, For piano For keyboard and piano um, Just by myself For like a few years Just yeah. to learn some Some like other things But I never liked the lesson system it You know annoying, man. That scale that I, you had to do like just they, scaling over and over I, again. I you gotta like do starting. it. You gotta. I've been trying to to get back into like theory and everything. Really? Yeah. I I understand starting like at the building blocks and the basics, but um, the way at least my teacher did it, it was like counterintuitive to most of the students that went through there. Because and you can know that because I know this teacher. Most of the students that went through uh, this teacher didn't keep keep on it. Like they didn't, no, no, and I feel like that's that's kind of how my teacher was as well. Though she didn't, she let me play whatever I wanted, which was awesome. Her name's Ann Philippon, by the way. She still teaches, I think, in Buffalo. Uh, she's awesome, but she kind of let me. Like she was so cool that like she kind of let me slide, and like she knew I would just like play by ear mm. and like not practice. <laughs> yeah, and so like my like my mom, like she grew up like taking piano lessons and like the 60s and like you know they had their wrists up and like oh, yeah, probably yeah, had a yeah. fucking like wooden ruler like the metronome <laughs> like fucking, thing yeah people play like with super that. serious but you know that wasn't me so i it just never really was like drilled into my playing and now that you've incorporated like <clears throat> these instruments in in you're just your play style is more i mean i never think to myself when watching you you perform with an instrument like oh he's like struggling with that instrument it, it you 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 flow pretty well it's very natural which is the way that it should be i just in recent years i've i've felt a lot more comfortable playing live um there was a long time where like for some reason i had it in my head that like i couldn't play live that like i just wasn't good enough it was just kind of a mental thing but, um, like a performance anxiety. It's fine. I mean, yeah, everybody gets it. I mean, it. that happens. But, um, yeah, I've kind of gotten over that, and I've gotten a lot more comfortable playing live. Real uh, real quick before we move on. Speaking of playing live, last night you uh, you had a show, <laughs> and somehow you end up um, That playing, was two nights ago. Thanks. Well, two nights ago. Sorry, my nights are blurred. Uh, <laughs> don't make that face. Uh, 
speaking of playing live, you ended up on stage at a show in front of people playing naked, very naked. An instrument live, yes, very naked. Well, as Nick, well, I had shoes on and a hat on, but, but that's it. That was it. Yeah. And how did that come about? That's that's confidence, some would say. And it must have I mean, been a private skill. show. It was a basement show. It was like an underground kind of thing, like an art show, art show, music thing. So I wasn't on stage. I was I was in a, on a in a wet, dark. So you might have hot misophilioma. <laughs> I yeah, I very well could. Um, was well the way that it came about. Everyone's giving me too much credit because they're like, "Oh man, you're fucking crazy." Really, what happened was my friend Rose, a, a local artist, uh, said to me. He said. I don't know where he got the idea from, <laughs> but he said, hey, uh, if you do your set naked, like butt ass naked, I will give you all the money in my wallet, <laughs> which only ended up being like thirty seven dollars. Oh, that's like, not that's pretty not worth bad. It. And I'm very broke. So uh, like, well, <laughs> here's the thing is like we were having technical difficulties. Oh, no. <laughs> so, OK, so I, I was playing with a guitar. Yeah. So I kind of was like, OK, I'm good. Like I lowered the strap on my guitar mm-hmm. and I was good. No dick and balls. Like just no, no. I, I went out there. I was covered up. So it was all right. Um, and it's funny because there was this one girl that was like behind the stage and she was oh, just no. staring at my ass. She's the whole time. <laughs> we were like, you know what? You can move if you want. She's just like, no, I'm good. Wow. You think, okay. I don't, don't want to get into I don't want to like mental... try to get into her mindset. Yeah. But I was like, okay, cool. You can check it out if you want. I imagine that she thing didn't glowed me, in though, the dark. She kind of fucked up. But like, yeah, he was like, I'll give you okay. all the money. Just glaze right over that. In, what, what did you say? <laughs> I said, I imagine that thing probably glowed in the dark. I mean, it's not like you're out there tanning your butt. I don't know day. how I missed that. Yeah, I'm oh, like kind of spotlight. pale. I'm a little bit pale. But um, so he said, I'll give you all the money in my wallet. It turned out to be $37. I was like, that's, not, that's yeah, actually I'll pretty good. Yeah. 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 That's what yeah. I did. So I did. I took my clothes off and I went out there. But like we were having technical difficulties. So there was like a good six to seven minutes of me just playing licks on my guitar oh. naked oh, shit. and then like like some so like golf like claps <laughs> like some golf claps well they like were getting the sound again when they announce something at church like some yeah man like i would play like thing. a little lick like and then they would just be like whoa <laughs> did they get the naked thing or did people like be were they shocked no they loved it really yeah people love that shit yeah, I feel like loves, I feel like, like if you're going to a show like, like a, a low key art show, you kind of like want the weird stuff. Everyone's like giving me way too much credit. It's like it's not very creative, but it is funny. I'll I'll admit it was a lot of fun too. It is funny, and yeah. I was like playing like shit too because I usually play with my strap a lot higher. Yeah, and I had to cover up, so I was playing low, and I like sounded terrible probably. Yeah, and I couldn't hear myself in the like I was singing backup for Steven, Alex Live. I probably sounded like shit too because I couldn't hear myself, but it didn't matter because I was butt ass naked. So people were like, oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice, dude. Yeah. Um, also, speaking of singing, recently you are a producer, but recently you've been getting more into singing. I've been trying. Yeah. What's encouraged this change? I kind of like figured out that I have a falsetto. Like, I just kind of figured it out. Because, like, when my voice dropped when I was younger, like, it like kind of went away. Like I couldn't sing high anymore. And then just in the last few years, I kind of like was like fucking around and I just kind of realized like, damn, I can kind of sing high. So that's what I do. I sing, I do a lot of falsetto stuff, but I also like, you know, one of my struggles as a producer has been finding artists to collaborate with. 
that I think can capture the sound that I'm going for. So it's kind of like also like a fuck it, I'll do it myself thing. Um, some research suggests that any anybody can become a really good singer uh, because it's just a muscle so that if you know the right workouts, you can that actually just true. do it. I believe that to be true to an extent. I don't think everybody, I mean, they're not going to say that anybody could become like a superstar, but I, be, not I everyone believe is gonna that. Not everyone's going to be Sanjaya. Yeah, I, uh, I, I can believe that everybody can Idol. become a good no, singer. No, that's not season three. That's definitely like, just like that. you can train impressions if you're an it's actor. It's the same, yeah, it's a muscle that yeah. you have to work out. Like, I remember, this is probably bullshit because it was a talk show, but I saw something <laughs> about Ed Sheeran. Like, no, he played like a, a video or like a clip of him singing when he was like first starting out and he like sounded terrible. That was probably bullshit. But like, the sentiment is, is still there. Like, it's like a muscle. Like, you yeah. can work on it, definitely. So, hmm. <clears throat> if you guys ever want to become singers with me, we can really be a boy band. Yeah, we could be a boy band. Everybody we just, are a boy band. I mean, <laughs> we, we are a boy band. Um, I wanted to touch on that. Back to the naked thing. Not not to dwell on that, but it it, is, it was it's okay. funny. Everyone is talking about it. It's still. funny, and I feel like a lot of groups and a lot of artists, especially the younger, this next generation, are going for this like dark, brooding, depression look, and a lot of the stuff for music. <laughs> I'm not going for it. I just have it. You know what I mean? Yeah, a lot of the music um, that's that's um or a lot of stuff we put out as free music party the videos the promotions are funny they have yeah. an element of humor to them is Certainly. that important to the, i mean is that how you see the 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 brand moving i think naturally because that's kind of the way our dynamic is we're like a bunch of goofballs so i think yeah. it just kind of it would be unnatural if no yeah, yeah like i can't be fucking serious for like it's a problem i think <laughs> it's that, not like a branding thing it's like i'm like legitimately obnoxious at times <laughs> so it's like all right i gotta i guess i kind of gotta let it out i feel like um it's i feel like individual members of our group can be very serious at times but oh, collectively yeah. people get scared when they see me when i like in the few moments that i am serious they're like, because, oh, like no. they don't realize that i have an off switch and it's like it's weird. Like sometimes, like I'll be in a bad mood, and people are like genuinely concerned <laughs> because I'm not like I'm always like I'm always on. So right, but but um, I think. Do you think that um, this is part of what's going to separate separate free music from um, from the others? I, mean, I think people so. like to look at things that make them laugh just as much as they like to look at things that make them yeah. It's entertainment. Sad boys. You're right. Um, I think we're just very relatable. I think is part yeah. of it. Which is funny because when you say it sets us apart, like you wouldn't think, oh, being relatable would set you apart. But it kind of, you know, I mean, I just think that we're not putting on a lot of fronts or anything. I don't think we're trying too hard, which is important. Yeah, I think that's important. Um, a lot of people, well, the relatableness, when people look towards like the darker stuff, which is fine, like I'm a fan of some of it. Um, I think they're like looking for something they kind of want to be or like yeah part of them is like feeling that way but when it comes to like groups like um like tyler's earlier stuff like when they were just kind of oh, goofballs they saw our goofballs yeah but that exploded i think partially because a lot of people were like just watching these this group just be friends and yeah. like it's a bit it's relatable it's like we're like kids having fun pretty much that's how i've heard it put with us yeah which is true I mean, we we all started out as friends, right? And we're all kind of in that same 
socioeconomic like middle class yeah. we all had it's so very, similar childhoods very buffalo <laughs> yeah like a working man's it's childhood it's very, very on brand yeah middle class buffalo so it's it's, it's relatable. I mean when we did the before we were free music, when when you guys went to uh, Dundas Square in Toronto and did that show, we were mm-hmm. introduced as like the house partiers. Yeah, that's kind of we've been stuck with that image a little bit, which yeah. has its ups and downs, I guess. <laughs> what are the downs? Well, eventually, I would like to be taken as seriously as a music. Well, I don't, I don't want to sound pretentious because it's like I think I, I think I get my level of credit that I deserve as a musician. I also have a lot of work to do, but at some point. I don't know. It's kind of up to me to do that. So I would like to be taken seriously as a musician, though, so at some point. Yeah. I feel like people already do take you seriously. I think so, too. I, I feel like, honestly, and I may be biased here, but in terms of, like, underground hip-hop producers... See, that's where I you're, agree you're, with you're you. You're easily yeah. top five, I, I would say. And I, I would say other people would easily say you. this also. I, I I don't disagree with you, and but here's where I... Here's, like, where trouble comes for me is, like... If you put me up next to these, like most of the people that we perform with, and this is no knock on anyone because I love all my people. Yeah, it's all, um, everybody knows this, this podcast yeah, I think is all love. But like a lot of what Buffalo artists do is like hard shit, like trap shit. Right. So when you put my stuff next to it, it's completely different. So it stands out because a lot of what I do puts more emphasis on musicality. Right. So like I, when, when I hold my stuff up next to like my heroes and shit, I'm like, oh, I'm not shit. Which is like uh, That's natural But like when I say Like being taken seriously As a musician Like I, you know I play piano I play bass Blah 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 But like I really Want to get to a place Of uh, Like where I feel like I've paid my dues I guess And you said The Buffalo scene Like our peers Is a lot of Trap and hardship And I feel It like is What separates us though Is like Like you said Like we're just Goofball friends So our yeah. music Kind of reflects that It does kind of adds A whole different element we're also kind of all over the place musically, which you don't see a lot of over here. Yeah, I mean, your last EP was definitely all over the place. Every song sounded pretty much different. They're very, I like, I'm I'm working more towards a coherent sound, but like I said, like a lot of it is just like what I make is just the mood that I'm in because I listen to a lot of different music you know what i mean i i grew up in a big family that has a lot to do with it so i had both my parents listening to the oldies i had my brothers listening to like fucking ska and like rage against the machine but like also some hip-hop and fucking smash mouth and shit and then i had like you know i had five siblings all listening to different music so like that i i kind of attribute my lack of like a coherent sound not even lack i don't know just like my a lot a lot of different musical influences i credit a lot to just growing up listening to a lot of different music i mean logically maybe that is the the kevin spears sound not knowing what to expect it it, it seems but it's always something good like it's not like like you're not when you drop a project i feel like people aren't like I wonder what's on here. It's I'm probably gonna have some skips. No, people are like sitting listening and they're like, "Oh, this song's so. good. Oh, yeah, this song's different, so. but it's also good. Well, I this feature's good." Oh, it's other artists at the top, even at the tops of the game, but even in mid tiers, um, they approach their sound like, "Oh, this next album I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make this one a singing album. Like yeah. this next album I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make this more with rock influence." Yeah, on that's kind of how I do it. Yeah, so like, like for example, like when Kid Cudi did "Speeding Bullet to Heaven," which mm. was disgusting. I, I think you don't like that project. I hate that project. Interesting. I don't dislike. It. I don't dislike it either. I don't like that. But project. I feel like it wasn't his best. It's not my favorite Cudi. 
definitely not my favorite cut. No. That's what I'll I say. leave it at that. But uh, well, he, well, he switched well, up his sound pretty dramatically for that album. Yeah, and a better uh, example so you can, would probably you be um, Young Thug. He even just said it. He he switches his sound every album, and this next album is going to be Banger Thug. We got the Country Thug. We did get Country Thug, which actually was Hell not a bad project yeah, really. at all. Yeah, I didn't think that project was bad. Since he dropped that Yeehaw, everybody was just going for it. Yeah, yeah man. I don't. But thug can do no thing, wrong no. in the culture. Thug can't do no wrong. He put on a dress and everybody still loved him. I and love when he like, can, and he yeah. said he kept an AK under that joint. God, I love when I like daily hip hop so or much. like complex will pick up something that Thug says like against against the culture and like no one will jump on him for it because they know it's it's young Thug. He's allowed to say like for recently like complex and like daily hip hop facts on Twitter were like man I young unfollowed Thug. complex on everything. You have to. <laughs> yeah. I mean besides like it's the so articles. It's so hard to follow them. Yeah you just gotta like know what articles you're looking I for. also they finally just, unfollowed DJ Academics like a few weeks oh, ago. Dude, how are you even following I him? Don't, I don't. I don't He's so trash. I don't know. Recently, he tweeted about um, young bands like you only got an XXX feature to get some sales. I hope you flop, you bitch. And he like added them like it was something like that. And he added them, and young bands were just like, "Why are you tweeting me this early in the morning?" Like he's uh, like he's like I'm not even gonna entertain. Yeah, this. don't even like give him the energy. But uh, yeah, that's he's I don't like it. But either way, Young Thug doesn't think Lil Nas should have come out as gay, and like Complex picked that up. But it's just like Young Thug giving his opinion on the culture. I at think the time. Young Thug might be projecting a little bit there. <laughs> a lot of people did say that. A lot of people yeah, like maybe. in the comments were like, "Did, did uh, Thug just come out?" Uh, no, I think Thug just stated why he's not ever gonna come yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, I think the way he phrased it was like he's young and. People can um, develop these thoughts of you based on yeah, that. I think I that like, might be him being example. a little bit scared of uh, what he might be feeling deep down. I don't know, man. No one knows what Young Thug's feeling. You put on a dress, you put nail polish on. I don't know. I like, don't think that has anything to. I but like, there's some other things that he I said. I think he just likes making hinted. a statement any way he can. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, think I don't that's know. All it was. I'm not going to claim to know how the man lives his life behind closed doors, but. I that to me, but I like I said, the man can do no wrong. Right, but like. I don't. I don't think that Lil Nas X statement was really. I don't agree with it. I think that Lil Nas X is doing his fucking thing, right. man. But I'm saying, like anybody else saying that, I think would have been more hopped on than yeah, Doug ever for was. For sure, because it, it's it young been thug. All over. Like it's just young it's like thug. I, yeah, you know, like he's like he can do no wrong in the culture, for real. Hmm. <laughs> um. So we we're this all was a digression from the sounds sound thing. Yeah. But here's what I think. I think that a lot of a lot of people like your music sets you apart, but you're not so focused on that aspect of it. You know what I'm saying? You're no. not like, Oh, I have to make something no, that yeah, sets not, me apart. I I'm think not, you just make music and it is a part. Yeah, I'm not doing it to sound different. Like here's the best way I can put it. I always tell people this. I listen to my own music like a decent amount because I make music that I want to hear. Like I would think like, oh, a song like that sounds like this or like that has this vibe would be dope. So I make it because I want to listen to it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like it's music that I like. Like if I'm just making it because I think other people will like it, like, you know, then I'm not going to actually feel it. Like it's shit that I would listen to on my own. And speaking of that, um, like you said earlier, where you said you started singing really because you couldn't really find anybody to like fit your sound kind of. That was part you of it. Like, it's like I have that sound in my head and like who like it's easiest for me to bring that out into fruition. 
So my my follow up question would be is like what's what's the process for you to make an album? Like how do you decide who you want to put on, what songs you want to put on? Because you do put out a lot of solo songs too in your projects now, more so recently. Yeah, it's not much of a process, really. It's a lot. It's very loose, loose processes. Um, usually, I'll just be there. I'll go through phases where I'm kind of making a similar, like style Sound, of yeah. music, similar vibe. <laughs> Um, and then I'll end up kind of like picking, picking and choosing ones that I think like go together well. And then usually they're just instrumentals. And then like, once I get like the sound of the instrumentals kind of like together, uh, then I go towards vocals and like start picking out like just artists. Usually, you know, a lot of friends of mine, cause those are the people I surround myself with, a lot of artists. Um, who I think would fit the vibe well and who I know can, you know, would write like a, a good song for it. Do you get approached often locally for your collaboration? Do you get approached? Oh like, my do God, be, are yes. people really? Uh, okay. Incessantly. Right. So <laughs> but I like figured the, that was the case. Like people are, I feel like people are DMing like good producers all the time. But here's the thing. They're such, they're so they like essential. never follow up. Oh really? So I like get, like people ask me to collaborate or to get in the studio fucking 50 times a week and like 90% of the time they never like follow up with it. Really? So I, yeah, so I'm very like you know, like I I tell people that I'm always like ready to collaborate, but half the time I'm expecting them to bail cuz it just happens so often. You think it's a motivation thing for artists like they're just not putting in their own work? I think that's part of it because I'm the same way. I can be really lazy, which is which sucks. But um, I I also just think people are busy. Yeah. And, like, we all, you know, we're all, like, college-aged, like, trying to work to <laughs> pay rent. Like, we have other priorities that we aren't thinking about, which I think is a big part of it. So I don't blame people for that. Right. I, I've come to expect it, so. My question is more of a technical question, but I think it's still interesting is when you're at the local game level, this underground level, mm -hmm. what... How do the collabs work in terms of exchange? Are you going on theirs and then they promise to come on one of yours, or yeah, is that is it like I'll we'll split studio favor? time or what? Like, how does that? Uh, is it just on? Like, we're just doing it? Like, yeah. There's a, for the most part, my experience has been locally has just been doing it to do it. Like when I do stuff with Freak the Mighty, like I just come through. Like, you know, people might like smoke me up or like we're just chilling and we just make music. You know what I mean? For better or for worse, there's been uh, a lack of payment or exchange that I've that I've experienced. But you know that if you wanted to do your own project and and call like Freak or call someone you then worked they would with be before, they would obviously, ready to obviously do it. be down. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of an unspoken thing. Right. It's just kind of like we're all contributing to the scene, which is important. Have you if you were making a making a album and you made your song like you said and you were trying to find vocals to match it and let's say there was a local guy that you thought his sound wow this is he really could match this and you didn't know him at all mm -hmm. would you would you reach out oh yeah yeah, oh, yeah. i think that's important Definitely. to be able to just uh not be intimidated or not be I have been, hesitant yeah i've been really impressed with the way buffalo has sort of come together just in the last year really yeah it's, really it's crazy yeah. it's moving like everyone is so in tune with each other right now and like supportive of each other which is crazy um speaking of collabing recently you've been kind of collabing or sending beats to um 
short Moscato. Of I've been working with 14 Trap Doors. Yes. Trap Doors. How's Very that been? excited. Uh, they're really talented. They kind of have their own unique style. They in do. The game. Yeah. They're, they're pretty different. Um, I have a, a couple songs. I've done a few songs with them. Um, did a full one recently EP with came uh, short with short. Yes, yeah. I did. Um, and then I have two two songs, I believe, that I produced for them on their next uh, EP. What um has so, that like been studio sessions or has that have just been like sending beats back and forth? That's kind of been a bit about that. That's kind of been like the modern producers like because I'm in Pittsburgh a lot, mm-hmm. so most of what I do collaboration is Gmail. Gmail. Yeah, a lot of sending beats over, which I kind of like because I'm like a really like I said like when I record my own vocals, sometimes I do it out of necessity. I oops, sorry, <laughs> I get I'm very much like to do things myself like sometimes like I, I need to get better at like letting people touch my work because like sometimes i'm just like fuck all of you like i just want to do this myself because i want to do it right so it's kind of nice like sending beats over because i do my part send it over they do their part and i'm like boom okay i didn't even think of that like they they have their own unique touch on it and like i'm not in that space where i'm like judging it all the time right so like they send me a finished product i'm like fuck yeah like this is dope so it kind of has its it, it has its perks in a way have you ever you don't need to name names i'm just curious have you ever worked with uh, started the collaboration process they didn't ghost you but you started it and it just really didn't work out at all um i wouldn't say to that extent but there's been, there has been like a person or two where I started laying down vocals with them and i was like oh no <laughs> oh goodness <laughs> It sounded a lot better on some of, some of these other recordings. Yeah, I get but that. But you, you got to work through it. You know right. that's gonna happen. It's like anything. It's like any job. Like you're gonna work with people that like you just don't work with as well as you would like. And that's you know that's just a part of it. As a side question, because you did mention um, the difference between on on an already made track and and when recording. Do you think what do you what is your take on like editing editing voice? I know there's obviously different levels, and everybody kind of edits their voice when they when they uh, lay down vocals but mm-hmm. what, what is your take on like heavy editing or like heavy um, changing of vocals on a rap rap album um, or any album really like I think in some cases like Travis Scott it works really well obviously that's like his whole yeah it's like thing. a shtick and like T-Pain um, obviously um, although he doesn't need editing yeah but he did um, but what's your take on like starting out like a local guy's doing that um, I think it's very broad spectrum i like people think i'm like a great singer because i i do a lot of like pitch correction and shit but like that's standard like that's industry standard right um you want your music to sound good like i don't like sacrifice integrity of like my voice to like make it sound more natural like i want it to sound good i think part of like a lot especially the local scene but part of the music in general over the last like two decades i'd say really just decade is like uh it's almost better to not be a masters at like say drums or guitar to make music like before i feel like a lot of people just think well i don't i'm not ma- i'm not a master at singing i'm not a i don't really have a good hold on this instrument so i really shouldn't make music but now yeah. there's a lot of things you can do yeah. to make music i think that's better in a I lot love of ways it. i think it's so cool it, I think a lot of I think part of the reason like a lot of local scenes have popped up is because of this ability we have now to like anybody can really 
start making music. They don't really need to be a master of it. They music can self-teach is, or they can. It's so accessible yeah. now. I love it. It's really, it's a really, people, people, I think a lot of musicians have problems with it because they're like, oh, there's a lot of shitty music that's coming out, but there's also a lot of amazing music right. that you never would have heard in the past. Like there's a new genre of music every fucking day. And right. I think that's so cool. It's not oversaturated though. I mean, you no. can find, like you can, <laughs> yeah, you can spend eternity sometimes. going through artists uh, for sure. But, and certain genres I think might be oversaturated, like certain to a certain extent, rap yeah. is to a certain extent, alternative certainly is. Um, but, but I do think that has too much of a negative connotation right. saying oversaturated, which comes full circle. Like, where people are so focused on making their sound a particular way because they believe that there's so much out there they need yeah. to try to set it up right which I, yeah it might not be the right way to go right, about which it. ironically make might pull them down yeah mm-hmm. so i agree um what else we what else we got here okay um man we've been talking, talking yeah we're rolling great <sighs> we talked about working with other artists that was a question i have um You've done a lot of songs. What what would you say is your favorite song that you've done? Or favorite even if it's song. like if you were to not, promote a song right now, yeah. Mm. Tell the people listening to this what to listen to you from you. What would you tell them? And not your best song. That, Just, that's, okay. that's a different question. Favorite. Like your yeah, your yeah, yeah, favorite yeah. song. I think my two right now. I would say she looked good too, which is on my SoundCloud. It's nowhere else. Just on SoundCloud. That's actually probably one of my favorite. Songs I love that song so much, and I don't know how it hasn't <laughs> gotten more attention. I don't know how to describe it. It's kind of a, it's kind of more in my like funk. It's it's like a funk, relaxing like. Yeah, I don't even know how to describe it. Song, but I love that song. Um, So it's called "She Looked Good Too." It's on my SoundCloud. Um, Kevin Spears Productions. Check me out. Check me out. (laughs) Um, And then I would say that "Transform" off my Cold Cuts EP is is up there, uh, which is so. You can find that on any streaming service. It's called Transform. It's the last song on my Cold Cuts EP. I really liked, as a side note, that Cold Cuts promotion you did where you were kept waking up to the alarm. Yeah. Dude, I, I lost my shit. When you punched <laughs> the wall, I was like, yo. <laughs> I was like, what is this, a drama? Like- yeah. Because it, well, it, I made that song or that EP. Like, I was trying to convey the fact that, like, I was pretty depressed <laughs> when i made it um which you know co- kind of turns out the best music at times but like what i made that ep in like a week and it was like a particularly rough week where like i was inside like all day like none of my housemates were around like mm. it was very cloudy uh i was just stay in the house and like get high <laughs> and make music and then like i turned out that ep in a week so it was like you know that's Something good, good came EP out of too. it. Yeah, one of and my I, favorite yeah. songs. By I, you, um, "Vicious Cycle" is on that. EP. I love that song too. That song is. A I, good I really like that EP. Song. Yeah, I really like that EP, and I relate a lot to that song. Yeah, dude, if me you too. listen to the lyrics, yeah, it's it's a very very um, like relatable song. If yeah. you're like a college age yeah. kid, whether if you're a boy or a girl, it's just about a vicious cycle. Like. Yeah, pay attention to the lyric to to give you a, a hint. If for those of you who is probably everyone who's listening to that, who hasn't heard that song or listened to the lyrics. It's basically just about <clears throat> the cycle of, of like hookup culture that is so prominent in people in our age group and like not finding a steady thing, but still like wanting affection. Right. Um, and like just being like one of the lines, like being in, I'm just in love with the affection and not finding anything solid, which I think a lot of people can relate to. 
Oh, especially in college. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially in college. Great song. Honestly, just Thank a great you. song. I like that yeah. song. Um, yeah, that whole EP and promotion, the EP was solid. I yeah, really had I was a good, excited like, about that one. I'm really not never disappointed when you release stuff. Like, I'm, I'm like not even, you, so even though we're yes, brothers, I'm a huge fan. You are on some good streaks. Thank you. I've, I would like to, you know, I'm trying. I'm <laughs> like, doing my best. I think the consistency, which is what a lot of, like, like industry guys look for. Like, can, can I sell on this kid every week? Like, you don't even, like, you're very consistent with putting out um, things, even if they're little. Like, no, yeah. I think everybody who knows about the Buffalo scene can say, can bring up in their mind, like something you've recently released, which is, I think always good, which is a good yeah, thing. Yeah, I think so. Like, I, I think I've really tried to be consistent more in the last, especially the last year. Yeah. And I feel like it's definitely working. Cause there's times where I'll like wake up and get on Twitter and I'll just see somebody randomly like, yo, that Kevin Spears kid is raw as fuck. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, it's such a weird thing to me when people are like, hey, cause you're a humble I, guy. People don't know this. I have hopes. So. I try to be. Guy. Like, one, someone came up to me and they're like, wait, 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 what's your name again? They're like, I was like, Kevin. Like, Kevin what? Kevin Spears. They're like, oh, you're that Kevin Spears. I was like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> oh, shucks. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess I am. Which is good. I mean, your name's out there, man. That's yeah, huge. I guess it's, it's moving around a little bit. Especially it's moving around a lot of bit. In a city where, like, the majority of people don't care about anything yeah they know you You know i'm getting butterflies in my stomach it's great <laughs> i love uh, people people love kevin Spears. i'm a people person through and through so you said you're working on a jazz album next and funk. then funk funk my funk ep what can you tell us that's about okay it? um it's a really fucking funky what can't you tell anybody about it? What name? Yeah, can give you us say anything that no one knows about it? Like a sentence, like a teaser, like oh, I don't know. Um, Anderson like, Pack. Really? <laughs> yeah, think like, think like that. And I know you recently went to your first Pack show, as oh did God, I a few months prior. He puts on good shows. I, one of the best shows I've ever been to, hands down. Yeah, I, I'd say the show that I went to was one of the best shows I've been to, hands unbelievable. down. Unbelievable. Did he have so two good. full kits on the stage when you went? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love that about his shows, man. He came out of the stage at the beginning. I peeped it because I saw there was like a big cube in the middle of the stage. And I looked at it. I was like, wait a second. Wait a darn moment. I I turned to them. I didn't want to spoil it for other people. So I like whispered to my friends that I was with. And I was like, he's going to come out of that fucking box. Dude, yeah. Rise up on the drums. And then boom, like the lights went down. I was like, oh shit. Like, here we go. (laughs) He came out fucking playing. Oh my God. Dude, and like. One of the coolest things, it was such a weird like quirk that just happened, but the venue that we saw it at was Jacob's Pavilion mm-hmm. um, in Cleveland, mm-hmm. and it's like right on the water, so like right at the peak of the show, this fucking uh, like cargo ship went like it's and it's it's like right next to the yeah. to the venue, this huge cargo ship went. Like to like around the whole venue, like behind oh, wow. the stage, and there was one guy like on the deck, and he went like this, and everyone was like, "Yeah!" Like everyone, like he like stuck his hands up, and everyone cheered That's for funny. him, and they like blew the horn. It was like the one of the coolest. That's crazy. And then this like fog rolled in. Ooh! It was like the most magical shit, like Dude, ever. Was, it was crazy. He, he first of all, and I still think this even after Ventura, even after um, uh, Oxford. Um, 
is still slept on by way too many people for some reason, yeah. I think. But yeah. he uh, he puts on a great show, man. He's it's there for the show. He's not there mm-hmm. to do his 40 minutes. He's no. And he, he actually, he plays for a lot longer than that. Yeah, he did two. Yeah, he like, did like two, two and a half hours. fucking uh, encores. Because he was just like, you guys are awesome. Like, it was just like a giant party. Yeah. Like, he like, came down in the crowd and danced with everyone. It was it was awesome. Yeah. I like when artists, um, when they talk, like, in between... Uh, some of their songs not too much though and a lot of artists do that now he literally just plays he just plays through he Mm -hmm. goes through he's like let's get the party going let's get him moving and let's non-stop so yeah his show's definitely big ups so I'm excited that you stay Anderson Peck I really want to work with you really bad please (laughs) how many uh, contact me how many songs you think you're gonna throw on that bad boy I think we got like five 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 yeah that's a good number any features there will be some features ooh yeah and also, yeah. there's uh, is there a free music party tape coming? <laughs> I don't know. Is there's there? A, there? Well, there was supposed to be. There was talks of a, of a lock-in. Um, need to really I'm, get trying on to, yes. I'm trying to get on Well, the there is a single coming out with a music video soon. There is. Yeah. Which keep, I'm very uh, excited for. Keep that energy? Keep that energy. Which... Uh, I think people are really going to like that. Shot by... Maxwell and Owen yes. Shannon. Oh, yeah, I'd put Owen's name before mine. He'd yeah, really Owen Shannon and Maxwell. Um, the whole just look of that really got yeah, people talking. Yeah, I think people are going to love it. You guys and wife beaters and jackets. <laughs> <laughs> On our full boy band shit. On some full 90s boy oh, band yeah. shit. That's going to be fun. And then what else is coming for the free music party from you guys? So... um we are going to like work on it, like getting a tape out as a, as a group, which is important. Um, people are actually the name Free Music Party has caught on a lot more, I think, than than CVL ever did. Yeah, which is good. It's marketable, but uh, yeah, I'm excited for people to like really see us as Free Music Party and not just like this collection of like individuals. Right. I think. Yeah. I think. Um like a streamlined brand is is huge, yeah. especially if you're a group. I'm so, excited for that, definitely. Yeah. yeah, I like I like the reception it's getting. Yeah, me too. Um, I know people that that uh, I'm not I don't name names, but I know people who really have have told me like I really hate that name, and really? I think that's good. That's kind of surprising. No, I think it's good though because like hey, fuck them. Who are they? I'd rather have fuck something you. that people can hate honestly as a <laughs> yeah, name. Yeah, I don't care because. Um, yeah. It's then it forces people to have the opposite extreme opinion, right? Like I love that name, so yeah. like I think that's honestly good. Everybody has haters. Yeah, man, who cares? But um, I mean, yeah. even if you hate the name, you can't hate our music. Oh yeah, yes. fuck you. That's just try. To I dare you <laughs> <laughs> try to dislike my music. So that's good. I mean, and and like we just said, everybody everybody can find something that I think that they like between yeah between our artists. That is important. Yeah, I think there's something for everyone. Yeah, we're very like as a as a collective as a group, our musical range is is crazy. Yeah, I'm impressed by it all the time. For Me real. Too. Yeah. Especially it's... for how far we've come. Yeah. And then also speaking of the free music party, um you guys mix and master all of your own music. Yeah, right? we do everything in house. And it's in the studio known mm. as The Shed. The Shed. The Shed. The shed. Uh, let's talk about the shed. The shed. The let's talk Steven about Steven is here, which it's his uh studio, but we all kind of grew up in there. Oh I we grew did. up crammed in one crammed tiny in one room, room sleeping with Steven's in his mom's air house. conditioner full blast. Which is where I comfort just, comfort is falling off. Where I you. just came from. Your coat is fucked. I just came from there. 
the shed. Yes. So it's, it's a beautiful place. Honestly. It really is. We cram ourselves in a tiny room as grown men even and we have slumber parties literally every night. <laughs> and we make music in there. Yeah, it's what it's what it is. That's it's, where I. That's where we grew up. You know what I mean. It's the basis of of yeah. FMP it of really of civil is. of fam of it's so, uh, the fam. Of fan, they don't fam, know anything fan, about whatever that, you want to call it. They it's, don't know yeah, nothing it's about the that. basis of us. Come on now. And uh, just that finesse experience. Finesse and yeah. move mob. Finesse and move mob. And yes. we were finessing and moving all over the seven yeah. six at one point. Oh man, six guys in a fucking van, yo. Let's talk Disgusting. about that. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that's like really what helped lay the foundation of like what we have today and like what's first and strong. foremost. We are fa- like you guys are family yeah. to me, right? Like, like I want people brothers. to realize that. Yeah, you guys are my family. Which I think is just what helps us all like kind of create so well together. Like yeah. before it was even music, it was just guys just like, yo, what do you want to do this weekend? Guys being Let's dudes. go to a party. All right, yeah. word. Call Max. Call Jay. Like call, call everybody. The, Let's just get go. Get the squad, Yeah, bro. get the squad. The squad. Um, so that's the shed. Beautiful place. Shed merch I love, is uh, yeah. coming from Steven. I, I wish everyone could experience the shed. But not everyone gets to. Yeah, do you guys let people in there to collab? That was going to be my next question. Um, I haven't been to a shed in a while. The doors are, are it's kind of a, hmm, how do I put it? Open but close, invite only. Yeah, it's it's a little bit exclusive. I don't know it's why It's an experience, man. Would, it really is. It's really not, but like. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not, a small, it cramped room. It's not an experience. Where we make but, music. But fuck off if you try to come But I love it. Yeah, but I we love, love every moment of being in there. So if you get invited to the shed, you're pretty cool, I would say. And more so recently, the shed 2.0. Yes, I've converted my childhood bedroom into a studio at my parents' house, which and just kind of shows like our work ethic is is crazy. That you oh man, just yeah, two studios. Hell yeah! Then we lost our headquarters, RIP one five three. But yeah, we're rebuilding. We are. We all. Um, we need to move out of our parents' house. All, all the artists are kind of still, still kind but of. But that's okay. That I mean, you it guys is okay. need to pay for just, things. You guys are figuring your stuff out. It's the way it is. But I, like, as soon as we all like move in together, <laughs> y'all better watch out. The FMP house. It's about to be next fucking level, yo. I'm telling you, Purple Palace, we're coming for you. Purple <laughs> Palace. <laughs> um, all right, I think we can move on to uh, to our ending segment here. Um, oh, sure. Well, I just have one more question. Go ahead. Where do you want to be in, in five years? And like, what's your ultimate goal for, New York, New for York. FMP, for this whole music thing, for Kevin Spears? Where do you see yourself? What do well, you want to do? In a literal sense, I would like to be in New York City. Um, I just think in terms of like music, you know, L.A., New York, like those are like the two Do you feel you, ones. even though Buffalo is having this growing scene and kind of budding, still do you feel like five you still need out. to go? I do, I think for at least a little bit, yeah. I think it's kind of a thing where, like, you got to branch out, like, West Side Gun and stuff. Like, you got to go out, see the world, do your thing, get some clout, and then you kind of come back and and bring the, like... Just specifically Buffalo, uh, any declining Rust Belt, but Buffalo. It's, they are just barely, barely started to participate as a city in the culture, not just, like, receive it. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, A Quiet Place 2 is being filmed 20 minutes mm-hmm. outside the city. Um, the te- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was filmed here. Uh, more was bigger awesome. name music people have started to come here. Barely have started that, like, participating in the culture. Yeah. I think Buffalo, like, he says he wants to be in New York in five years. 
it's still more than five years out before Buffalo is going to start really yeah, give it like ten pushing like this guy is from Buffalo like yeah. the city's like where it yeah it's still more than five years out. <laughs> it makes me laugh. I saw this thing on Instagram. It was like rappers from their different cities. It was like Kanye for Chicago, like, and they had West Side Gun under New York. Yeah, see, like, and I commented angrily. I was like, "He's from Buffalo." <laughs> like, yeah, it's just because people yeah. don't know shit about Buffalo. I yeah. mean, why would they? But, um, but I think it's like I was saying, it's more of a like climb up and then drop the ladder down for everyone right. kind of deal. Because doing it from within the city, like at this point, is not realistic. But. But, like, everything I do, you know what I mean? Like, I owe everything to this place. It's a weird... People from elsewhere always make fun of me. They they say that Buffalo is, like, a cult. I'm inclined to agree with them in a certain sense. Well, it has a sense, it yeah. has a strange charm to it yeah. that's hard to explain. Um, but in terms of Free Music Party, five years, I hope we got some money. Like, I don't put emphasis on it, but, like, damn, man. I'm trying to, like, eat some real food and shit. <laughs> That's a fact. Like, go out on tour. I would like to be out on tour. That's a big five years. big benchmark for me. I would, yeah. I think us, as as a group, just even, like, if it's, like, a couple cities, I think just the experience alone and the stories and music that. that could come from that, mm-hmm. I think, would be crazy huge. Yeah. Um. So, just in general, five years, I would really hope that this will be my living like i'll be doing this for real yeah i'd say that that i feel like that's a timetable for all of us five years yeah i think we're more than capable so yeah for sure i definitely agree um it's just a matter of work it's a matter i mean it really is people think i was talking about this with with a friend last night i think a lot of people view the music industry as like all glitz and glamour and right like think you know like oh you're lucky enough to like do this it's like it's fucking hard man it's a lot of pressure and it's a lot of work so you just got to remember it's like a job like anything else like i love it i'm like i would consider myself so lucky if that was my job Mm -hmm. but i have to fucking you know i gotta put in the work man i I, it's not just gonna happen on its own you gotta clock in man Uh, um and before we move to our closing segment i just have one last question Why why should people care about kevin spears music (laughs) <laughs> they shouldn't. <laughs> See, I knew you were gonna say this because you're because you're a humble guy. I, I don't. You're gonna joke. Like I don't know. This. They don't have to. But, but why I just really. They? Why do you want yeah, them why to? Should they? Because I think it's dope. I really like it, and I enjoy making it. And I think people would like it if they gave it a shot. That's the answer I was looking for. Yeah. And now we can move into our closing. What are you listening to this week? All right, Kay. What are you listening to this week? Well, I was asking our oh, guest first. I thought first. that was the name of the... I was asking no, I like our guest no, first. No, he's obviously the more... the. <clears throat> I want to hear his last. What am I listening to? All right, this fine. Week? I'll go first. Oh, then. man. Ahead, we just Kay. cut off his the guest now. No, Look at you. You said you want to hear his last. Look at go you. Ahead, go Iron ahead. Chef over here Let cutting me, uh, people <laughs> off. Go ahead, man. What have I been listening to this week? Yeah, I'm going to pull up my pull up my phone. Go pull it up, man. Just for accuracy's sake. Dude, I'm still listening to Revenge of the Dreamers 3. Hell yeah. That, and recently I've been adding Dripper Drown 2 back into my rotation. Hey, all and right. That's that's just been it. Mm. Gonna, okay. it's just You're talking about, about your music rotation, right? Yeah. Okay. What other rotation would it be? I don't know. Oh. One of these days. Interesting. <laughs> One of these days, I'm just not going to show up to this office. And I hope you. I, I just get glaze over the donut. You take a bite into it, man. That's it. <laughs> Uh ha ha! You crazy. What do you listen to this week, Joseph? Um, well, I uh, I went on a little roadie, so the road trip. So like a lot of my older music, I just had on shuffle. But I did 
dabble in the Beyonce um the Lion King. Hey. The Lion King. I didn't listen to the whole it? thing. I, I I knew I wasn't gonna. I, I listened, haven't gotten a chance yet. I listened to a lot of the. I would say the songs and like there's some interludes in there that are kind of good. Um, very much. It said somewhere, maybe it was just Twitter, so it's unreliable. That there were over like a hundred uh, over a hundred songs oh, that no, she I made, that. Yeah. and then she wow. just chose fourteen. Yep. The thing that's that's, crazy. that's so crazy to me is I really could not have predicted. Childish Gambino and Beyonce, like and Jay Z, on a song ever. I, I don't think I would have predicted that. Yeah, I think that's if like you would have said that a few years ago, I would have looked at like you like you're fucking insane. That's crazy. Like now to me. it, it was kind of almost warranted because like well, everybody's now, yes. a Gambino fan. Now, now yes, but now, like in yeah. like 2013. Oh yeah, even, no chance. Like, I would have been like, think about it. In 2013, he was uh he was doing Freaks and Geeks, yo. Yeah. Nobody took him yeah, serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah unless because you were the a internet fan. and like. But like that's crazy, and now like Seth Rogen has music credits because I think he's on there in skit form, or he might have be on there. And that's in, weird. <laughs> so so I listen to a little bit of that. I know I'm not going to be crazy about the album, but I liked what I, I heard. True. Um, so I mean, it's fucking Beyonce. Like, right? It's fucking Beyonce. The fuck do you want from me? <laughs> Shit's amazing. And Kevin Spears, what are you listening to? Okay, so Asa El Cielo, which is Grongbin's new album. Um, they kind of did like a dub album like dub versions of uh who's new album krongbin oh actually you did put me on to a yeah song. awesome um, awesome band friday i'll spell morning. that out for you guys yeah friday morning. i did Love a cool song. cover of that um it's k-h-r-u-a-n-g-b-i-n and i believe it means airplane in vietnamese but they're like one of my favorite bands yeah right now they're like unbelievable so they just put out an album called asta el cielo so that's what I've been listening to. Revenge of the Dreamers. Also, I've been listening to that quite a bit. Um, Flying Lotus's new album. That was pretty good. That, that was, was in my album. Which I love. A bit. Um, and I'm, I always keep my Buffalo shit in rotation. So. Who are you listening to from Buffalo right well, now? Well, you know, you know, I love my Griselda. Griselda. I love my Griselda. So I listen to a lot of Benny, a lot of Gun, Big, a lot of Conway, Big, huge, huge. Big. So yeah. All right, folks. And yeah, this I think we're going to roll out um, another episode of Unwrapped. I am your one co-host, K Pricks. You can find me on most social medias at K Pricks, K-A-Y-P-R-I-X. Um, don't ask for my Snapchat. Max, don't That's give out my thing. Snapchat. Hmm. All right, I'm not going to give out a Snapchat. Uh, this is the other host, Max <laughs> I know Cambria. What it is. At Max underscore Cambria on everything, or just search Max Keeble's big move. You'll find me on Twitter. Um, <laughs> I love that. Love I like that. don't tweet enough for that name to be effective though. Like I've been taking such a hiatus from Twitter. Yeah. Um, I tweeted at K though because he was he was being a Nancy. Um, <laughs> that tweet was hilarious. But uh, find us everywhere. Well, actually, I'll let Kevin roll out first before I do all that stupid Hi, stuff. Hi, I'm Kevin. Bye, I'm Kevin. Uh, follow me on Instagram, Kevin underscore Spears. Follow me on Twitter, Kevin Spears 18. Look me up on Spotify. There's a guy named Kevin Spears who plays the kalimba. Um, <laughs> that is not me. I actually hit him up to collab one time. I was like, hey, man, you ever want to, like, he does, like, traditional, like, African music and, like, fusion stuff. It's really cool. And I asked him to collab once, and he was like, no. <laughs> he was just I was like, like okay, sorry. Maybe he'll want that collab in five Yeah, years. you know what? Yeah, talk to me in a few years, Kevin Spears. All right, where are you at? <laughs> I'm coming for your head. Uh, but yeah, look me up on Spotify, SoundCloud. Yeah, listen to my music, please. And um, we, uh, we are also all part of the Free Music Party. Yeah, at Free Music Party on Twitter. And you can see us 
this upcoming Friday, July 26th. Infringement at Festival. At the Buffalo Infringement Festival. Festival Please, outside of the through. hostel. Um, Get a hostile at the hostel. You you know what it is. Find this podcast everywhere. Podcasts are listened to or most places except for the dark web. Um, Spotify, Apple Music, Radio. What did you just Breaker. say? I said find us everywhere except for the dark web probably. Oh. I mean like yeah, there's, I don't cool know what services. I don't know what web. black podcast services like dark um, podcast services are out there. Yeah, I don't, you know I don't know what I'm know either. Like, yeah. I don't even know that realm. Well, I'm good on That's that. That's a slippery slope. So um, <laughs> Spotify and Apple are the main ones. Use Anchor, honestly. If you don't have either Apple Music or Spotify, or if you do a lot of work like students in your, on your laptop, Anchor is actually pretty good to listen to these on. That's that's our um, provider. That's who, who we're hosting with. Um, and, yeah, check us out at uh, on Rap Podcast on Twitter. Follow us. And... Yeah, we'll see you later. All right. Guys and gators. Have a good day, everybody.